You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. Have you ever considered exactly how your coaching clients find you? That's what this episode is all about. And here I am in week two of social distancing during the pandemic. You're probably doing that too. And I am attempting somewhat of a structure for my life, but definitely not business as usual. It does help to establish habits and a schedule as you can. With so much suffering, none of us can really be in that default mode that we had before. And that said, I believe these times are an opportunity for learning new ways of managing our states of mind, taking extreme care, and being community-minded all at the same time. I really hope you're staying healthy. Now, getting back to the coaching business checkup series that I've been doing for a number of weeks now, this episode is all about mapping the journey that your potential coaching clients will take to find you, to find you as the solution for their big problem. Show notes for today's episode can be found at prosperouscoach.com slash 69. And this episode is following on the topic of episode 67, which was all about strategizing your coaching business model. You know, here's the thing, you cannot actually strategically map your customer's journey until you've determined your business model. And you can't determine your business model until you've chosen a viable target audience and discovered the big problem that motivates them to seek solutions. So I've covered all that and it is all connected. It's all of a piece. That's what strategy is really about. So what is a customer journey? Well, it's a plan with four main steps. So here are the steps. One, raise awareness. Two, provide value. Three, inspire engagement. And four, invite them in. One step primes the next, which primes the next, and so on. The secret to creating an effective customer journey and anything else for your business is to teach yourself to think like your ideal clients, to think like your target audience. That certainly could be you if you've chosen an audience that is you or was you. But it's not to think like a coach. And this is just the biggest secret I could share with you of all time is stop thinking like a coach, start thinking like your clients. That's going to help you so much. Now, obviously, once somebody has hired you and enrolled, you're going to pull out your coaching tools, and but you still want to be really connected to who they are and what they think like and what's motivating them, both as, as individuals as well as, as part of a group. So what motivates your target audience? What inspires them? What helps them trust you? What do they want? What turns them off? The reality is creating a really excellent, effective customer journey for your ideal clients is a process of answering a lot of questions. 
Now, no doubt you've been doing a lot already to try to stay visible, to to attract clients. Maybe you've been using a blog or a podcast. Maybe you've been using social media or other methods to stay in front of your target audience. But do you really have a strategy for that? Are you, for example, showing up where your audience is? Are you showing up often enough? Are they connecting your brand with their big problem? And you have to strategize that piece. Is what you're doing leading your audience to a specific outcome? And are you doing that in a smart way that leverages all that came before that? So the first thing to consider is what motivates your audience to seek solutions. I've already talked about this a little bit when I talked about what big problem are you solving for your target audience? Because if they aren't out there seeking a solution that you can help them to, how will you possibly grab their attention? Do you see, it's not just about talking about coaching and opening, you know, opening your business and throwing up a shingle for coaching. You really do have to mastermind this. So using my business as an example, the big problem that motivates my ideal prospective clients to seek solutions is the agonizing question, what's my coaching niche? It's the top of mind for new coaches. For 14 years, I've been raising awareness about that topic. You think, wow, didn't you get bored? But I don't because there's always new ways to think about it. There's always new styles of how people are getting tripped up by this problem. Can I help coaches in more ways than identifying a profitable niche? Absolutely. But it's the front door problem. It's the thing that I know every new coach struggles with, and I did too. And I've made a really long study about how to solve that problem. Now, what about you? How will you help your audience connect you and your brand to their big problem? It takes consistency and congruence on your part for your audience to make that connection. Now, it used to be said that individuals need to see at least 12 occurrences of your brand associated with their big problem or goal in order to take some sort of a next step, and that might be a minor step. So you may be thinking, okay, 12, that's not that many. I just need to put 12 blogs out or 12 social media posts, but... It's not that simple because in the current barrage of messages online, having any single individual see all of your posts, listen to all of your podcasts, open all of your emails, is going to be a rare occurrence. It takes more than that. So that's why you need to be out there a lot more than maybe you think you do. And I don't want you to despair about this. This can actually become fun. Marketing is simply about connection. It's about building relationships. No doubt you're good at that or you wouldn't have become a coach. So coaches often ask me how much is too much in terms of social posting, blogging, podcasting, other ways of building awareness. And it's definitely a squeaky wheel proposition because you cannot guarantee 
that that single person will see all of that. So there's a point of saturation that your audience will get to where they do start associating you and your brand as the go-to resource for them and things get a lot easier from there. Then you advance in that customer journey. Now, this is why I think posting what you had for lunch or endless little memes, little sayings on social media really isn't enough to build the trust that you need in order to enroll clients into a high-ticket program. You need to deliver value also to inspire engagement. So what's your prospective coaching client's first point of contact with you? Well, it could be many things. Nine times out of 10, clients who hire me have binge listened to my podcast, or they've found me through Coach Training Alliance, which is a coach training company that I co-authored curriculum for a long time ago, and I designed their certified coach program. That leadership role has been a fantastic platform for my business. And doesn't it make sense that a leadership role of some sort on a topic inspires engagement? That's why publishing a book or being a guest speaker in a webinar, as long as it's related to your niche, can really raise your star. How could you show leadership as it connects to your audience and what they care about? How could you build a platform or leverage an existing platform so that it might be that first point of connection with your prospective coaching clients. The last piece in this customer journey is when and exactly how you will invite your prospective coaching client to hire you. And I think most coaches attempt to do this too soon. For example, their website has an offer for a discovery session right on the homepage. Why is that too much too soon? Well, it's because people are not ready to take that step yet. And that pushiness could turn them off and break the trust that you've built with them that that drove them to your website in the first place. There is a right time and a wrong time to invite the next step. There's also a tendency for coaches to want to be salesy in their website copy and features. But Similarly, there's a right time to be salesy, and it's pretty late in the game. I also see a lot of coaches wanting to automate everything so they don't have to respond personally to prospects, whether it be on their website or through some other means. And I actually think that's a mistake. When I teach my clients to create conversion processes for their website, we gentle ideal clients to the sales point. If you're using the simple coaching business model that I talk about in episode five, which is at prosperouscoach.com slash five, and you're offering a high ticket program, which is something that I truly think all coaches should do, at least in the first few years of their business, you'll enroll more ideal clients if you respond personally to prospects at certain points along the way. It's part of building trust. Part of helping your prospect feel seen and heard by you and not just have them flow through something that's automated as if you're a machine. And it helps you have a business full of clients who fit you well. And I'm going to talk about this more in the next episode. Right now, it's time for you to consider what 
is the customer journey that you've built or that you're going to build to attract ideal clients to you? I know these things that I'm going through right now are pretty complex. You know, the strategic approach to things really does take a lot of thinking through, and it's really helpful to have a thinking partner, especially someone who really knows what they're doing with all of this. And I want to invite you to have a strategy session if you want help with either your customer journey or one of the steps that goes before, such as choosing your niche, identifying your audience's big problem, developing the business model that you're going to use. Any of those kinds of things would be a great topic for a strategy session. And you can easily get a strategy session with me at prosperouscoach.com strategy. Let's figure this out and get your business moving. And as always, stay well, stay inspired and make things happen. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.